Water Conservation District. And we will start with open time for public expression on matters not on today's Flood Control and Water Conservation District Board meeting. Not seeing anyone in the chambers. Is there anyone online? Yes, the first speaker is Eva. Please unmute. Um, thank you. I just wanted to note that this meeting is, is taking place as the Central Valley is experiencing some pretty severe floods and the plight of Allensworth um, is, is pretty amazing. I guess Friday, well, late Friday night, early Saturday morning, Saturday morning at 2.30 a.m., apparently um, someone cut the banks at Deer Creek. And this was done, as far as we know right now, from current reporting we have right now, this was done to prevent uh, J.G. Boswell's uh, territory from flooding. And what it did is it diverted the water into Allensworth, uh, which is a historically a black community um, that has been starved of water for many years. And uh, well, now they got it and they had to be evacuated. They were doing a heroic job of trying to build fortifications um, against this very possibility uh, because they, they've always known they've been on their own. Um, they've received, uh, they've, received the, 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 the bad end of the stick for, for, for decades. Um, it's worth looking at the history of Allensworth as it relates to Marin City, because I think there's some significant um, uh, comparisons, uh, particularly with a historically black community that was uh, starved out in many ways. And um, also, which, you know, because it was treated so badly, the black, black population dwindled and is, is now like a black and Latino population. And these are two communities that are routinely not represented um, by their local governments and that have to work together to, to just manage simple things like floods, which should, should be addressed. So it's, it's interesting to see what's happening in Allensworth. Corcoran is totally flooded right now. The, the coverage from Central Valley is astounding, but worth thinking about Allensworth and Marin City in the same context. The next speaker is Charlene Elden. Please unmute. Hi, thank you. Um, I want to address climate change in general. Right now it's flooding, but we've also seen historic wildfires, heat waves, etc. We need to have a lot more disaster preparedness. And once again, we need some kind of guaranteed housing, guaranteed health care, because without that, the only way to avoid these climate change disasters and unprecedented weather events is going to be for people who can afford it. It's there's just something to be said about what kind of a country we even want to be and what kind of a society that is supposedly so great only provides these basic life necessities if you can pay for them, if you can work for them. So to bring it back to the homelessness issue tied in with disability, if you're not able to work physically, you are on the streets. There's no option for you, especially if you can't afford your medication. People choose between their medication and housing. It's, it's unconscionable and something really has to change because it's already too late. People are already losing their homes, being mass evacuated. 
it's only a matter of time before we're refugees somewhere else. So I think just big picture, we need to think about stockpiling resources, about safe places for people to stay during these kinds of events, even if it is just opening up a gymnasium or something like that, we need al alternative options for people. These are human <coughs> beings that are out there in weather and living lives that none of us should have to survive. <coughs> Thank you. The next speaker is Clayton Smith. Please unmute. I think uh, we should uh, <clears throat> set aside the idea this is unprecedented weather. Uh, I think this is a, a reminder of um, a little tiny taste of what happened in the mid 18s, early 1860s, when California experienced an epic flooding rainfall, where it actually rained for 42 days without stop. And the Central Valley was turned into a lake. And it took, I think, weeks for the lake to empty as it emptied out through the Golden Gate. And with it went, uh, I think, something like 100,000 head of cattle, many people's houses and everything. People were rowing about Sacramento in order to get from place to place. And so it's not unprecedented. California lives on the edge of the largest body of water on the planet. And so it's subject to uh, catastrophic uh, um, weather events as a, just a fact of nature. And so we should be mindful of that in terms of essentially all the hyper-development that people have in their, in their heads for the state of California, including that rail that they're planning to run through the middle of the state. This, is, this state is not an appropriate place for that kind of hyper-development. And I think our weather volatility we've had recently pretty much proves that point. And it's another argument to go back with all of this flooding we're having now and relook at the whole housing and community development uh, issue going on here and all these mandates coming down to us from Sacramento concerning build, build, build. Thank you. President Mount Peters, there are no additional speakers in the queue. Okay, thank you. We will go now to approval of the minutes of January 24, 2023. Uh, any changes or corrections on the minutes? If not, I'd entertain a motion. I'll move the minutes. Second. Thank you. Is there any public comment on the minutes? President Mullen Peters, there are no speakers in the queue. Okay, uh, motion. Uh, is that you, Katie? Yeah. Moved it. Rice, second. Lucan, all in favor? Aye. Aye. Thank you. Okay, we'll go now to the Water Resource Manager's Report. Good morning, Berenice. Thank you. Good morning, Berenice Davidson, Assistant Director of Public Works. I want to report that we made a presentation in front of Rastown Council on March 13th and gave them an update of Flat Zone 7 projects on the Fairfax. Nine. Flat Zone 9. I'm sorry. Thank you. Flat Zone 9 gave a report on the Fairfax Basin and their uh, potential removal of Building Bridge uh, 2 in San Anselmo. And we are um, scheduled a 
Flood Zone 7 meeting uh, with the advisory board on March 30th. We should have a press release. Flood Zone 9, right? Flood Zone 7 on March 30th. Okay. What's Flood Zone 7? Oh, that's the Santa Venetia. Thank you. And um, that's all I have. Okay, any questions? Yes, directly. I'm sorry, Bernie Sater interrupted you there too. Um, do we have a Flood Zone 9 advisory board meeting scheduled or planning on one? Uh, we are planning on one. I don't have a, a date set yet, but it's within a month. Mm -hmm. And Bernice, on Flood Zone 7, there was some chatter yesterday that the 30th may not happen. Is it confirmed as of now that it will happen on March 30th? As far as I know, yes, it's scheduled for March 30th. Okay, and this earlier that the flood zone can be made aware of that date and notice going out, the better. Okay, is there any public comment on the water resource manager's report? Yes, the first speaker is Fran, Fran Nunes, please unmute. Um, good morning, supervisors. Um, this is Press Nunes from Flood Zone 7, and I did submit a, a letter for the uh, open time, and it will also apply to this agenda item, basically. So um, I would like to thank, first of all, thank Supervisor Lucan of his gracious acknowledgement of the letter. So at the last meeting, uh, your board approved uh, almost a million dollar engineering report for a uh, proposed almost $20 million levy upgrade project on Galenas Creek. Uh, the report contained misinformation about the tidal elevations of Galenas Creek. Uh, the um, your county one rain, our county one rain website has 16 real-time creek elevation sites, including sensors on Nevada and Coyote Tidal Creeks, but nothing on Galenas Creek. Santa Venetia residents deserve the same consideration and transparency about creek levels as the residents of Nevada and Camp Valley. We should have a gauge on one rain so we do not have to rely, or rather be subjected to, misinformation by county flood control. A week ago, the tides were two feet higher than predicted, and today they're running over a foot higher. Zone seven residents should have be able to, to look on one rain and see how high the water is. They deserve that in light of this project and of all the past problems um, with this uh, flood control issue in Santa Venetia. Thank you very much. Senator Mullen Peters, there are no additional speakers in the queue. Thank you. Uh, we'll go now to item number uh, 13D, and this is a request to execute a professional services agreement with BKF engineers for a project in Southern Marin. Thank you, yes, this is uh, related to the $10 million that Senator McGuire was able to obtain for projects in the Marin City 
area. This is the first of various projects. And um, uh, the proposed project is being directly awarded to BKF Engineering because of the familiarity with the pond and roadway system and specifically the time constraints for the district to construct the system um, by the end of this year in time for the next rainy season. So with that, um, I'm asking your board to please uh, approve the agreement with BKF for the design, permitting, support, and preparation of plans and specifications for the construction of portable pumping station at Donahue Street um, for flood control zone seven in the amount of 236,296. Okay. Um, Berenice, I have a question. I, I appreciate this work and also the creative financing to work through the um, waiting for state funds. Is this uh, just the portable pumping station or is the sequel work also for the permanent pumping station that we expect to have take its place? We are hoping to do the CEQA for the entire project, and we're working closely with Caltrans, who is going to take on the permitting, the CEQA process and the permitting. Okay, so that uh, it's listed as the portable pumping, but it would be, is it design and environmental for portable and uh, permanent? We, we will have to take a look at the CEQA uh, process for the entire, not just the the but the entire project. Yeah, I see our, our uh, Thank director. you. Rosemary Gaglioni, Public Works Director. Um, this money is just for CEQA on the portable pump project, and the, it, the uh, CEQA work that we will have to do on the, uh, for the permanent pump station in the pond will be a whole other effort. Okay, very good. Uh, and uh, follow-up question then, Berenice. So, uh, I believe the staff report uh, said that we anticipate completing this uh, environmental and design before next year's rainy season. Is that correct? For the portable, yes. That yes. is the goal. Yeah. Good. Okay. That's all the questions I have. Anyone else? I'm not seeing anyone. Let's call for public comment at this point. President Mullen Peters, there are no speakers in the queue. Okay. I am going to ask uh, someone to move this on my behalf. Move this on your behalf. Second. Okay, thank you. Motion by Rodoni, second by Sackett. All in favor? Aye. Aye. Great. Thank you very much. Uh, and then item 13E is a request to authorize the Director of Finance to increase the expenditure appropriations in the amount of 685000 in the Marin County Stormwater Pollution Prevention Program. For that, I have Rob Carson, the Program Manager, for mixed up. Okay. Hi, Rob. Is your microphone? There you go. All right. Good morning, supervisors. Uh, yeah, this item before you today is to authorize the finance Department of Finance to increase expenditures associated with a grant from the U.S. Environmental Protection Agency. This is basically a technical budget adjustment needed at this time because the project funding uh, didn't roll over into the current fiscal year. So. Just two quick questions, Rob. I uh, appreciate this. Do we know where these storm or where these trash capture devices are going to go, and then also who will maintain them? Yeah, thank you, Supervisor Sackett. Yes. Yeah, so th this funding, it, the six hundred eighty-five thousand, is for capital expenses associated with 
the installation of both large and small full trash capture devices. So the small devices are devices that go inside catch basins or other small infrastructure. Um, the larger ones are much larger structures, sometimes the size of the school bus that are buried underground. Uh, this funding allows for the installation of small full trash capture devices in every municipality in Marin. We did an adjustment to, based on trash load to sort of disperse these out to all of our member agencies. The large device, we've been working with the city of San Rafael on a design project associated with the Kerner Street pump station. Um, that project may or may not move forward based on some constraints the city found associated with impacts to their pumps um, as part of this project. And so we are, um, as a backup, both working, uh, the county of Marin is currently working in design on three large full trash capture projects. Um, one of those could receive this EPA funding if the Kerner Street project or a different project in San Rafael um, doesn't move forward. So we have several options. Um, and as to your second question, who maintains these? Um, these are largely going to become the responsibility of the roads department or others. Um, I think ultimately, based on uh, in input from our member agencies, a number of the smaller cities and towns don't have vector trucks and don't have the proper equipment to maintain some of these. I suspect over the long run we may contract out the maintenance of these devices to a, an outside company that would provide services to many people. But uh, until we have a better idea of exactly the frequency and impact, um, we aren't uh, moving forward with that just yet. That apply the maintenance that you're talking about apply to the small ones as well. Yeah, so the, when you're handing them out to this, the other jurisdictions, it, they're not responsible for maintaining them. That'll be county roads crew. Nope, I'm sorry, I misspoke. I, so they become the responsibility of the jurisdiction's road crew or maintenance crew in, in their wherever they are installed. So we're working very closely with the public works departments of the other cities and towns. They are making the final selection of locations where these devices will go in. So they're coordinating with their maintenance crews to make sure we're not putting them in a place that is the worst possible flooding location, et cetera. So we're, we're trying to mitigate the impacts, make sure that all the cities and towns get some experience maintaining these, get some lessons learned about the different types of devices that are available, um, and see if there are preferences about which ones would work better in, in our communities. Any other questions? If not, I'll open to public comment. I don't see anyone in the chambers. Is there anyone online? President Moore Peters, there are no speakers in the queue. Okay, we'll bring it back. We are being uh, asked to authorize the Department of Finance to increase expenditure appropriations in the Marin County Stormwater Pollution Prevention Program. I'll move this item. Thank you. Second. Motion by Sackett, second by Rice. All in favor? Aye. Aye. Thank you. That passes unanimously. Item number 13F, request to authorize the president to execute a professional services agreement with Larry Walker's association in the amount of $135,000 for the Marin County Stormwide Pollution Prevention Program. Rob, we're back to you. Good morning. Thanks again. Uh, yes, this item is for a professional services contract to support the technical and regulatory needs of the countywide stormwater program. Essentially, they help us do annual reporting to the state that's mandated. They also help us uh, um, interact with the state as they're working on the reissuance of the Phase Two stormwater permit and developing new regulations. Uh, one of the major pieces of this contract that's new 
is that Larry Walker Associates will help us start to develop pollutant control specific programs for trash, PCBs, and mercury, the, the latter of which are, are going to be new elements in the reissued permit that we expect soon. Questions from the board? Nothing, nothing? Okay, uh, public comment, no one in the chambers, anyone online? President Mullen-Peters, there are no speakers in the queue. I'd be happy to move the item. Okay. Second. Thank you. We have a motion by Rice, a second by Sackett. All in favor? Aye. 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 Okay. Thank you, Rob. That carries. All uh, right. We will now adjourn as the Marin County Flood Control and Water Conservation District and reconvene in, 